The number one failure and problem in marketing isn't tools, isn't technology, isn't systems, even if that's the lie you've been telling yourself. The number one challenge in all of marketing is that the person doing it failed to commit and persist. Hey, it's Brendan dropping in here on something special. I think the most important thing you can do in your life is to train yourself for real personal growth and success. What does that mean anyway? Well, you have to train your mindset and train your discipline so you can follow real habits of success so that you can break through, so you can win the day more often, so you can crush through all those fears and actually unlock your real potential for abundance and happiness and power and joy. But how? Well, like all learning and all breakthroughs, you have to choose first to learn, to learn from the best, to invest in yourself, to do the work, to do the daily work. You have to train with the best, and that's why we created Growth Day's Mastery Program. Listen, we're going to train you to make self-improvement a real way of life, to unlock your positive attitude and attributes at a whole new level, to get you way more productive and influential, to show you the life and career strategies that make you unstoppable and really work. But how do we do that? Well, every single week we bring you a new $50,000 or $100,000 keynote speaker, multimillionaire, or world's foremost expert to switch your brain into high performance mode, to teach you what really works in wellness, in health, in mindset, in productivity. People who really help you unblock and move ahead with really practical strategies for changing your life, your relationships, your health, your career, your mission, your purpose. Every month, we unlock a new course that would have cost you thousands of dollars to buy from other teachers on brain health or positive psychology or confidence. Every year, we give you free tickets to an unbelievable motivational and transformational seminar. Every day, I give you an advanced life coaching audio to keep your mind sharp, energized, focused, motivated, confident, ready to serve and to lead and to win and build your greatest future at the levels you dream of. And I promise you, you are capable of. Every day can truly be a growth day for you but it takes mastery in life. And that's why we have our new program, Mastery Level in Growth Day. You can go to yearofmastery.com and it will direct you to our best program in Growth Day. This is for those who really want the advanced level, who really want a breakthrough, who are tired of, hey, listen, podcasts are great, but training is another level. Go to yearofmastery.com. You deserve to join the world's number one membership for advanced personal growth and success right now. This is a membership of the real people doing the real work who have a positive mindset, a growth mindset, a willingness to be a role model, to be a leader, to serve, who desperately and deeply and joyfully love personal development, to challenge themselves, to push themselves, to achieve great things in life. Go to yearofmastery.com. Let's go, yearofmastery.com. Here's five big marketing mistakes, but let's talk about some of the wins too. What will differentiate you to help you grow 
your brand online. Number one, the number one failure and problem in marketing isn't tools, isn't technology, isn't systems, even if that's the lie you've been telling yourself. The number one challenge in all of marketing is that the person doing it failed to commit and persist. They never really got into it. They said, oh, you know what? I'll put up a, a website and see how it goes. I'll put up a blog and see if a thousand people like it the first day. Uh, you know, I'm kind of interested. Uh, you know, I, I want to be, I like to write a little bit. So, uh, you know, I'll jot some notes down in a journal once in a while. But a writer becomes a writer by committing to the identity of a writer. I'm going to write every day. And I'm going to write and persist, even if I don't get published, even if uh, you know, they don't accept me, because then I'll persist. I'll self-publish. No matter what, the writer says, I'm going to write. They commit to their projects. They commit to their daily routines. They persist at it, even when it's hard even when it seems like nobody is with them, even when it's a struggle. I remember in writing this little book right here, The Motivation Manifesto, when I wrote it, I had to truly commit to this idea, like, I'm gonna commit to this voice because it's not written in my voice. I'm gonna commit to this style because it's not my natural style. It was a big, for me, it was a literary leap from what I usually write, and it was difficult. It took two years to write, when I turned it in, the publisher turned it down, as you know, and I had to commit to that project. Either give them this, you know, do what they wanted me to do or commit to this writing style. They said, we don't like it. I gave their money back. I committed the project. That same thing went out there and did 30 weeks on the New York Times bestseller list. They turned it down. And if I didn't commit to the identity of myself as a writer, I would have just cried, you know? I would have been a hot mess. I was like, you know what? This is just one more stumble on the roadblock, roadblock to sharing my voice. And so I want you to think about that, is all of this we've been talking about is either interesting to you and you've taken some notes, you've got your journal filled up, you're fired up, you're telling your friends about all this stuff we're talking about. Or at one point you go, I'm gonna do this, period. There's no question. I'm gonna do it. That was my mentality. When I left my corporate job to do this work, I went all in. There's something about high performance, something about world-class athletic performance, something about the top tier, top 2%. They, at some point in their life said, whatever it takes, whatever it takes, that's my vision, that's my goal, here we go. They fully commit to what they're doing as a career, as a expectation on themselves of excellence beyond what other people would expect of them. They push, they drive. Even when it sucks, they honor the fact that the struggle is there, they embrace the suck, they just keep going, you know? That's truly what they do. And if you ever put up a web page, you put up an opt-in page, you're like, nobody opted in and you quit, don't blame the opt-in page. Don't blame the industry. <clears throat> Don't blame the people teaching you. Blame the fact that you didn't put up another opt-in page. Try it again. Work it again. Keep going. Everything I did at the beginning of my career, everything at the beginning of my career was a failure. 
Last year, I failed probably 30 times. The year before that, 50 times. The year before that, hundreds of times. I fail on headlines all the time. I fail on button design, uh, web page design all the time. I fail in lots of things all the time. I get up on stage, I say a joke, nobody laughs, totally fails. It doesn't stop me, it doesn't bother me. I go, lesson learned, lesson learned, lesson learned, all just lessons on my commitment to my journey to succeed at this. Whatever it takes, I'm gonna get there. I'll work hours that people won't work. I'll push myself harder than people will push. I'll look at different designs. I'll call people. I'll research. I'll hound dog it down. I will figure it out and you can bank on it. That's the mentality you need to have if you're gonna do this. If you're really gonna succeed. Hey, look, as you heard from the very beginning of this, when I started, I didn't just quit my job. I, I started getting a little success at this. And then when the success came along just a little bit, I said, you know what, if I did it full time, it could equal this, quit that, started that. All along the way, it's been pocked with failure after failure, mean people after mean people, some people taking advantage of me, and yet, I'm here, I'm talking to you. You know, I'm at a place where millions of people hear from me every single day, where I'm blessed 30 million people see my posts every week. And I don't even feel like I've started because I'm still learning. The expert is always a student first. I never stop learning. I'm committed to the process of learning and figuring this out. I mean, think about if you don't have commitment and persistence, what's gonna happen <clears throat> You know, when you put your first video up? 10 people see it, mostly you and seven different browsers refreshing. <laughs> You know, it's like you sending out to your mom, like, hey mom, could you click on this? Tell me if you can see a video, did it work? Is it uploading for you? It seems to work on my computer. You know, what's gonna happen after you wanted 100 views, you got 10? I'll tell you what 90% of the time happens for people. They bail and then they blame the strategy. They blame the trainer, they blame the industry, they blame the economy, they blame that they're not good enough, smart enough, fast enough, pretty enough. They go into their internal fears and think it's about them when really it is, it's just about a lack of time and practice at it yet, a lack of consistency yet. Like, Don't expect home runs when you first start swinging. It's okay that you're gonna strike out. It's okay, but you're gonna keep coming to that plate every day. That's what you gotta do. You gotta keep coming to the plate, doing this every single day, creating your content, believing in yourself, because you'll figure it out. It's the utmost, most important belief for any entrepreneur. Believe in your ability to figure things out. And maybe I don't need to start a marketing conversation with a pep talk, but I can tell you, this is the first and foremost reason most marketing fails and most people fail. They quit, that's it. They quit right when they were about to have the breakthrough. They quit right when they were gonna learn that lesson. They quit right when that next video might work. I remember I did one video on YouTube one time and it got 10,000 views in a week. And I was just like, you know, given the size of my, my efforts, my brand, my audience, that really should have got a lot more. I don't know if I'm gonna, I don't know. Next week, released a video, 100,000 views. It's like, what, what happened? That one happened to catch. It happens like that. Sometimes, you know, you think you're gonna, you get, you get, you wake up in the morning, you put on your nice outfit, you go out and you think everybody's gonna compliment it. And nobody says anything about the way you're dressed. And you go, huh, dang it. Next day you go to the store 
and you kind of just slam yourself together a little bit. You run into a friend, and they say, you look good today. And you go, what the hell, man? Yesterday, I got all prepped. I look good. Today, I'm in my Lululemons, and you say, I look good. What the hell, man? That's marketing. You're never going to know what's going to hit that home run. You never know what resonates. So it's your job to keep putting it out there. You must commit to doing this work, period. That's what makes you successful. I can look at the long line of Experts Academy graduates, and we've been blessed. We have graduated more authors, speakers, coaches, seminar leaders, online trainers, and thought leaders than anybody else in terms of registrations. And when you look at those registrations, and I look at all my live events, year after year after year, the people who prayed through, the ones who make it, who become the great marketers, they just decided they were gonna do it, and they stuck at it. I wish I had some fancier way to say it to you, but I don't. It is your failure to commit to something, to persist, to have the discipline to do it on a recurring basis that prevents you from becoming a great writer, a great speaker, a great online trainer, someone who gets their media shared out online, gets their content perpetuated. Don't stop. If you're a writer, commit to being a writer. A writer commits to being a writer by doing it every day. If you're gonna do this work, do it every day. It doesn't mean you need to shoot a video every day, launch a new OVO every day, but every day you can be doing research to get smarter at your topic. Every day you can be following other people to see what are they doing and, and building out your new models. Every day you can be walking around your room like I used to do, just talking about a topic out loud, extemporaneously, just to teach myself to talk. It didn't matter what came out, I just would talk to myself all the time. People thought I was crazy. <laughs> I didn't mind. I never worried. I just talk and talk and talk and talk. And by talking over and over and over again, now I can teach courses extemporaneously. So that just came from a commitment to it. Got it? Commit to this. You'll succeed. Number two reason marketing fails is because people are thinking that marketing is not their business and it always kills them. Look, marketing is your business, period. Without the marketing, the business doesn't go. And for those of you who go, no, 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 Brendan, marketing is not my business. Life change is my business. No, life change is your mission. That is your value. That's your ethic. That might even be your service. But your business is getting people so you can change their lives. That's marketing. And what ended up happening in my career, I saw it over and over and over, unbelievable transformational trainers, unbelievable, 10 times more inspiring, experienced, credible, and just amazing than me. And I just keep seeing them over and over and over again struggle. They'll call me, Brennan, you know, I haven't gotten no, no gigs lately. You know, Brennan, I don't have any clients right now. I'm a little down, can you send me some people? And I go, you're so good. Why not take that same ability and skill and apply it to the most important thing. If you give a damn about your mission, you'll give more of a damn about your marketing. Does that make sense? Because if nobody sees your mission, you didn't serve it well. And I wish someone looked at me and said that, that direct in my face. That's why I wear a black shirt today. I'm the bad guy today. It's this last part. I'm gonna be straight up and accountable with you. If you care about the mission, you'll care more about the marketing. And once you get that in your head, you go, whoa, because serving the mission means implementing it, giving it to people. Serving the mission means somebody better see it, otherwise the mission doesn't execute. And so the way to do that is to care as much about the marketing as your business as you do about the mission. And that took me a long time to figure out, and I'm not gonna lie about it, probably 
five or six years, I was kind of jaded about marketing because I got taken advantage of, like, just like many of you guys did. You know, Someone took my credit card, they billed me for something I didn't buy. Somebody said this was gonna happen, I didn't get that. And, and I just got jaded like a lot of us did at the turn of the century online. And now it's like, no, no, I gotta relook at this. Marketing is just a tool. It's not evil, it's not good. It's something that we all can do. Your job is to use it for good, for the perpetuation of your mission to help people, to instruct people. And so if you care about that mission, you're gonna make marketing your business. But I tell everybody, never fail to learn the most critical skills that are necessary for your success in any given field. Don't fail to learn those skills. If you look at a field and you say, what would it take for me to be successful at that? And one of those skill sets are skills that you don't like, don't buy into this belief of, ah, you know what, play to my strengths. I don't need to learn that skill set. I'll outsource that piece right there. I'm like, no, the first time, if you're gonna go at it or you're gonna be a legend at it, you're gonna learn the skill. That would be like an NBA player whose natural gift, unbelievable talent and skill is driving that baseline and dunking it. That's their natural skill, that's their talent. And it'd be like them saying, you know what? I don't need to learn that other skill that." is necessary to succeed at this called the free throw shot. Ah, I like to get under the rim. I'm only gonna get under the rim. No, that person needs to focus on when they get under the rim, guess what? They're gonna get fouled. They're gonna hit that free throw. They better master that skill even if they don't like it because if they don't master that skill, they can't win the game. Marketing is like that. People tell me, Brendan, well, I, I don't wanna learn how to you know, open up a web page or, or build a web page. I'm like, Building a web page today means filling out a form. But time and time again, I see people technologically say, I don't wanna learn that marketing stuff. And I'm like, that's like not learning the free throw shot. Who do you think you are? Those who are at the top in this industry learn to do what is necessary to get there. They learn, you know what? They'll all tell you, all of them. Yeah, I used to upload my videos. Doesn't mean they still do, but they learned it the first time. So I'm not saying you have to do everything yourself all the time. But as you learn in the staffing section, go ahead and try and outsource something that you don't understand. How do you manage something if you don't understand something? I tell everybody, Lou, if this is something important to you, manage and learn every little moving part at first. Understand it deeply, get it, or at least have a perceptual or conceptual understanding of how it works before you outsource it. I'm talking to you today after having done a decade of my own marketing, 100% all of it, period. I, I never had the gift of having a team because for me at the time, I said, I wanna master this. And then I mastered it and I found out I could do it better than other people sometimes. And yet I realized that if I wanted to reach another scale, yeah, I'd have to bring on team. But first I mastered it. So if you've been with me at all in this industry or throughout my career, or I've been able to serve you, um, first, thank you for being here. And second, know that if you got an email, I wrote that email. I coded that email. I personally sent push on that email through our email provider. Any emails you've received from me, I sent that. I created that. I set it up in the system. I did all of that until this last year when I got a team. So for nine years of my career, Every email that went out, yep, I wrote it, yep, I scheduled it, yep, I did the HTML to put the image in it. Yep, all those pages you saw, I built that page, I designed that page, I put up that page. 
all of that. That's not true. There was um, two or three web pages that we had designed. I built the architecture for it, but uh, I couldn't figure out how to get the, the, the design of the imagery to go across the page, as an example. I know you're laughing because you don't have to worry about that anymore. Thank God, Squarespace, thank God, uh, Kajabi, thank God, all of the other lead pages and, and click funnels and megaphone apps that you just go in and fill out, WordPress, Tumblr, all that building it, now it's super easy. Back then, it was kind of hard. You needed a team. I had um, some uh, designers along the way to help looks, make some logos look better or pages look better. But 90% of all the pages I created. All of the funnels, 100%, I created. Um, managing all of this stuff. I'm not saying this to be braggadocious. I'm saying it to illustrate the fact that I committed I was gonna do this and I was gonna learn every moving part of the business to succeed at it. Not saying you have to, again, master them all, learn them all, and continually doing them. But I can share with you, if you look at my results, they're unparalleled as of right now. I've been blessed to grow a larger thought leader following in personal development training than anybody else online for what I do. Now, I don't think that's an accident. I think it's because I've been there online watching it and building it and learning what worked and what tried and, and testing out the funnels. I think there's lots of people who are more talented at many of the skills that I implement. The difference is I can do a lot of them. So I try to be that all around NBA player, you know? That all around player that can do what it is, whatever is necessary. In sports, they often call it the cleaner. The person can come in, they're gonna get the job done, they're gonna win the game. I try to do that. It doesn't mean I'm always good. You guys have seen me suck at tons of promotions. You've seen things fall on its face. I've done webinars that have crashed in the middle and I thought, oh, I should have had somebody doing this webinar thing. But I learned what made it crash and it didn't crash the next time. So I just wanted to share with you that this has to be important to you. Even before we get into all the technical details of it all, if you don't make it your business to understand marketing, you won't have a business. So commit to that today. Like get better at this today. I know I'm pushing it, you guys, hard, and I gotta do that. We gotta get real commitment if we're gonna move forward. Third big idea, not leveraging affiliates. If, let's say you do these first two, I'm in it to win it, whatever it takes, here we go, and you're just stoked. You're like, I, I figured out everything I need to do, but I've got these things, but you don't leverage and work with the affiliate marketing model, which we will talk about today then you're always gonna have a ceiling of how many people you can reach. Because you can only reach so many people based on your current reach, your organic reach, or your ad spend. But even then, you're gonna run out of some money. So how are you gonna get more people to know about you? You've gotta partner with people. You gotta get to Experts Academy, that live event. You gotta network and partner with people. You gotta go to other industry events. Ryan Dice does a great event, traffic and conversion as an example. Uh, Jeff Walker does the PLF. Uh, program. Um, Frank Kern's got groups together all the time. Uh, there's a lot of, Michael Heil does a great program. Evan Pagan does great programs. There's, a, there's so many great live events that you can go to, but you got to go. You know, go to Bloggers World. Go, to, go wherever you got to go. Go to VideoCon. Go wherever you got to go to get around people who do what you do because those relationships, those are the ones who are going to introduce you to their audience. And if you don't get into that game, if you don't network, as we talk about later, then you're always going to have that ceiling and scale will be impossible. Uh, lots of people try to avoid the affiliate model for years and years and years to utmost frustration because 
they just, you know, so many people see their videos and they can't get more. And the way to get more is to have more people recommend you. And the way to do that is to enter the affiliate game as we talk about today. Also, as I talked about, leveraging ads. Like your next level of scale at one point becomes, will you invest in your content enough to run Facebook ads, YouTube ads, Google AdWords? Will you do the work to get the ads running? Now, some people say, I'm not gonna spend any money. Sometimes if you spend money into a funnel and it makes money and more at the end, you got a winner, keep running that ad. The ads that don't perform, stop them. But I think it's very important for you to learn or somebody on your team to learn how to do Facebook ads. It's absolutely necessary for this time of the sort of the, the marketing era, right? It's very, very important to get in that game. I wish I got in that game even earlier. And most people would say, Brennan, you got in that game very early. And I said, yeah, but not really fully committed. I, I should have really went for it faster. I think my, even my audience now could have been easily double had I started one year prior. Just one year prior could be double where I'm at. That's the power of being able to direct your own destiny. Because sometimes you run out of affiliates or you have a promotion you don't want to work with affiliates because sometimes it does take more time. So you say, oh, I'm going to focus on some ads. Fifth, marketing fails because someone is not consistent and generous with their audience. Man, it's so funny. I've seen a lot of people, they're amazing marketers. They put up an unbelievable marketing campaign. Their videos are like delicious. You're just like, this person is so good. But they came out of nowhere a little bit. I hadn't heard from them or seen any marketing videos from them or any content from them in weeks, months, sometimes years. Hey guys, I got a new book coming out. Who are you again? Oh right, I did buy your book. I, I never got past chapter one, <laughs> you know? It's like the reality that sometimes the best marketing happens before what you would consider the marketing. Just the content, being there, being generous with your audience will create the raving fans. Many people don't even know. Last year, I gave over 100,000 books out for free. 100,000, show me another author who gave 100,000 books away for free. You know, it's like getting in the game and really caring about your audience. I can do that because I succeeded at these pieces. So the more you succeed at marketing, the more you serve your mission. I'm consistent, as we talked about in many parts of this course, every week, new content. Every week, new content. I hope this helps. These are high-level conceptual principles that they're gonna apply forever in what you're doing. If you're failing in any of these, you're failing in marketing. And I don't wanna be all negative with you, so I wanna share some things that just absolutely do work as well. But these are the fundamentals and so many of the other things we covered technically before with other parts of this course. What a good marketing funnel looks like, et cetera. You know, what you need to measure and monitor, that stuff. We covered that already. Okay, so now, here's how to go to another level in your marketing. First, strive to be a role model and results expert. What do I mean by that? Uh, your audience is watching you. If you're out there teaching health, don't be fat, lethargic, feeling terrible about yourself and off your game, right? Be the embodiment of your message, right? People don't believe the message unless they believe the messenger. So pay attention to what you do. Uh, the reason I teach high performance and I teach marketing 
because I do them every day and I try to be great at it. I love thought leaders out there like Tony Horton, uh, great guy, great friend. Um, he, he is P90X, he's, he's like that all the time. I'm this annoying all the time. Like you have to be you and be true to what you're teaching. If you're teaching how to be a good parent, you don't go home and scream at your kids all day. If you're teaching relationships, you don't go from one relationship to another, to another, to another, to another, to another, to another, because at some point for the audience, it becomes tiring. It's like, come on, live your truth, live your values. If you can't execute what you teach, then you should question whether or not you should be teaching what you're proposing. Are, are you the right person for that? Maybe find something that you're better at, or more important, get better at what you know. I, 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 you hear me say it all the time, people fail to reach their potential greatness because they don't make common sense common practice. And it bothers me when I see someone up there talking about leadership and they say, have incredible energy for your people. And you know, they're completely obese. And I have no judgment about a leader who's not in great physical health because you don't have to be in incredible physical health to be a leader. But if their message is that, and they're up there talking like, oh, to be a great leader, you have to have energy for your people. I go, knock it off. You know, it's like, you gotta stand for what you are saying. And that's very, very important. You know, it doesn't mean you have to be the world's most successful person at that. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about you gotta walk your talk, live your truth, role model what you're teaching your kids, role model what you like to see in the community, struggle for that. I teach my team that, that's our job, that's one of our primary values. We gotta role model what we're talking about here. If we don't, then what's the truth of it all? And frankly, what's the point of it all? You gotta live it, you gotta live it. So look at your courses, look at your book that you wanna write, look at things. Are you living it to the utmost that you can? If not, it's not about not doing the book or quitting. It's about saying, I'm gonna get better at this. Okay, Brendan, you're right. You know, I'm telling people to write more often, but I'm not writing more often. So what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna block out 30 minutes every morning after my morning routine, and I'm gonna write. I'm just gonna get back on my path. Get back on your path, and you'll get more fans and followers. Trust me, it's one of the reasons I got to be here. Next, results. Whatever you teach, get more results in it, you know? As we talked about earlier, you can be a results expert or a research expert. When you do both of them really well and you espouse values and take care of the emotions of your clients and customers, you're also a role model. But lots of people spend a lot of time doing a lot of research, but they won't implement. And one of the reasons Experts Academy kind of just rose above a lot of other marketing training had nothing to do with other people's marketing training not being as good uh, it ended up being because a lot of people looked at other marketing training and knew that people were teaching things conceptually, but they were teaching things that they weren't even doing. And everyone who attends Experts Academy knows, I built that campaign. I ran that. I pressed all the buttons. I know how it all moves together. So they wanted to study it from me because they knew I actually did it. Working with the person who actually does it matters. So whatever you're teaching, be great at it and get more results at it. The more results you get, the bigger success your marketing efforts will get. I know, I know you get that, so let's go back to your last marketing effort. Were you able to demonstrate some proof that you had mastered it? Were you able to demonstrate examples or case studies that showed that you had it together too? If you did that, 
that makes it better. I'm not saying everyone has to do it all the time. When you first start, your proof is small. But don't forget, your proof being small is okay too. You don't have to have, uh, you know, had 100,000 people on your email list, as an example, before you could teach email marketing. That's not at all. If you got 10 people to give you their email and some dude over here is just starting and goes, how does email marketing work? I don't even know how to get one. You're the expert, right? You did something. You got results. You might think you're lower than everybody else because they got bigger numbers than you, but don't ever forget so much of what people want to learn is conceptual and procedural. Just tell me, help me understand it and tell me what to do. If you can teach, you can help someone understand it and tell them what to do, and you've also done it, then it's just like, that's what they want from you. So do you have the proof? Have, can you show it to them? Can you demonstrate it in your marketing? If you do that, you'll see your marketing results going up. Second, this goes without saying, create excellent programs, product, content, offers. Like I tell you, if you'll just spend an extra week or two at something, it usually rises from good to great to excellence. It doesn't take as much time as you think it does. Most people just won't give it the time. Excellence desire demands a lot of discipline, a lot of focus, a, a lot of improvement. But if your courses or your books, I mean, you look at, it's like those uh, who are out there who are just crushing it, their stuff is good. And sometimes their marketing isn't even that good, but their products are so Good. Have you ever bought a product you just thought was so amazing and you're like, why does this company suck so bad? Nobody even knows about them. But this thing is so amazing. That's a good thing for you to have on top of good marketing because then your customers are going around going, this guy's good. This gal's good. This company's great. Like you really want that excellence to be part of the fiber of everything that you create. And if you can get that that will, that desire, take that time, that's so gonna serve you. I mean, it's really going to serve you. So focus on it, take it very seriously. Say, how can I make this product even better? Can I make it look a little better? Can I add an extra feature to it? Can I include an extra interview here? Can I change it in some way to make it function or look or feel or resonate better? Work on that. It's a continual process and those, you know, those of us who go through that all the time, sometimes you get tired, sometimes you feel burned out, sometimes you think, you know, I don't know if all this work is, you know, necessary, but if you go through it and you release it and it's good, you'll feel good about yourself. And that's even more important than the results. Don't get stuck in perfectionism. Remember the lie of perfectionism if you haven't watched my YouTube show on it or heard me talk about it in other parts of this. Those who think they're stuck in perfectionism are usually great liars. It's usually they're scared to release something. There's fear. It's not a readiness thing. It's a, they haven't given themselves permission. They're fearful of it. And really they would understand perfectionism only comes in the release. Let something go and keep perfecting it to make it even more excellent. But at some point, you gotta ship, you gotta deliver, you gotta put it out there, so get going. Third, make your weekly content emotionally engaging. This is so huge. You, you gotta emotionally engage your customers. So here's a question, very quickly. How often do you laugh in your videos? How often do you slow it down, get in your heart, feel something you're saying? 
How often do you get a little warrior, get in their face a little bit, challenge them? How often do you say something that makes them tear up or get fired up? How often do you do that on purpose? That answer tells me everything about how strategic you are, tells me everything about the impact you're having with your customers. It tells me about how good your marketing is. You gotta do that stuff on purpose because you're human and you forget to do it. Just like, hey, look, if your marriage or your loving relationship goes bland, you know, you go out to dinner, you know, and there you are with your partner, your spouse, your lover, and you just kind of go through the motions of dinner. You don't try to bring any magic of emotion to it. And you get in the car, you go home. How was dinner? I was all right, you know? But you remember when you first started dating them? Like you would try to make something happen. You, you try to get them to laugh. You, you would try to shake up the emotion of it a little bit. You try to, if anything, just create that moment of connection. There's a little spark and a little magic there. You tried. You put the effort in. Get that back in your marketing. I can't tell you how many emotionally bland and dead emails I read. How many videos I watch, they say all the right words with no melody, no pacing, no elevated tone, no, no, no beauty in their words, no, no care for the feeling of what is being said. You're not a VCR manual. That's not what you are. The how-to industry doesn't need that. Look, you can go to Mr. Googs and Google up anything we want and we can find how-to stuff. What they want is a thought leader. And important to that is you being a leader. Important to that is you being someone who's thoughtful to how you're teaching so it emotionally engages. Now, I know that's hard. You know, I'm filming this right now. This is four days filming five hours a day, extemporaneous. It's a lot of work and it can be easy for me to just go, Dup, 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 dup. But I'm trying to still give, still be here with you. I hope that you still feel that. It's like you've got to stay engaged. You've got to stay present. You've got to stay vibrant. You've got to push that energy, pull that energy. Go up, come down. You've got to work your emotion in your training. And if you're not doing that, you haven't really started. But once you do, your marketing will go like this. And you go, gosh, I got more followers suddenly. I don't know what happened. What happened was, you allowed yourself to engage in the full expression of your humanity. You allowed yourself to express who you are, full range, from the person who's really strong, very direct, keeping people accountable, to that motherly part and that instinct of yours that just says, you know, maybe some people are overwhelmed right now and you care. But you gotta hit on all those cylinders Otherwise, your marketing will never take off. Fourth, drive everything at some point to an OVO. For those of you who don't have it implemented yet, common sense is not always common practice. That's why so many potentially great people struggle. So let's make sure that you realize all those social media efforts we've been talking about and doing, all of those affiliates, all of those ads, all of our promotions, at some point, if we're not engaging people in a way that we're able to capture their emails, then we cannot follow up with them. If they're not subscribing, we cannot follow up with them. Those are critical priorities in all of marketing. I don't want you to ever forget it. That is the critical priority, your ability to talk with them again. That's a critical priority. Number one, deliver the message, deliver the emotion, deliver and serve your mission. Number two, get to talk to them again. If 
that's not the strategic part of your company yet, then get your opt-in pages up, get your weekly newsletter going up, get your lead magnets as they call them or their opt-in bait, whatever you wanna call it. I just call it an opt-in page. Promise something amazing. Let them enter their name and email. Deliver what's amazing. Now keep talking with them. That consistency is gonna be everything. And fifth, finally, add value to your field or your industry. The reason that you get affiliates, the reason you get in fans is because you're a thought leader. You're leading and adding value to your industry. If you're not doing that, then you're in trouble. I'll often send a text or send an email out to friends and say, here's what's really working right now. Uh, here's a page I just did and here's how it worked. Uh, I'll send out um, you know, updates to people or I'll just cheer them on. Someone will send out an email, I'll text them and say, I just want you to know, I read your emails and you're doing a really great job. One simple idea to make that email even better is to, and I'll just give them some feedback. I'll give them some cheering on. It's just like engage the other experts in your field and honor the industry. And here's what I mean by that. A lot of people out there speak ill of the industry. They're always saying, you know, the industry is full of crooks. Uh, you know, you can't trust anybody but me. Uh, they, they say all this crap that bemoans the industry and your job is to celebrate it. Like I always am saying, if you've ever been to our events or read any of my books or been to courses, like I'm always celebrating the people in the industry. You hear me always cheering on Tony Robbins or, or being thankful for Stephen Covey and Wayne Dyer and Jim Rohn and Zig Ziglar and Napoleon Hill and Dale Carnegie <gasps> and all the great thought leaders of the past who put me here through their words in a book somewhere or a course that I listened to or a seminar I went to. I'm always cheering on amazing people in our industry who are so giving, people who are leading like Hay House's Reed Tracy, like uh, you know all of the Hay House community of family of authors and speakers. I know we have so many of them here, whether it's a, a Gabby Bernstein or Marie Forleo, a, a Mastin Kip, uh, honoring the legends and the leaders out there, Louise Hay, but also looking across, honoring and cheering on Success Magazine, Oprah Winfrey Network. I'm always celebrating anybody sharing any inspiration in the world. I share them, I tweet them, I talk about them, I tell you to check them out, I recommend them all the time. I'm never the one trick pony guy who says, I recommend one system. I tell you all the systems, I honor them all. I love you lead pages, I love you megaphone app, I love you click funnels. People say, but they're competitors. I go, I don't care, they're serving people. You choose which one, but they're serving. I'm always celebrating those who are in service I'm sharing it constantly, all the time. And that's how you celebrate and you add value. Your job should help the industry to grow, to literally help it to grow by recommending it, talking about it, being praiseful, caring about it. It's not that you can't say that there were time periods where things were difficult. I've said that in this course. You know, there were time periods at, at the turn of the century when these guys were saying that. You know, but I'm being very specific and never making it about the whole industry being bad. There's been times when we've all as thought leaders in this sort of career arc, this industry, this field, as it's grown, there are different times of emphasis. There are different times that we got it right. There are other times that we're all bumbling along and that's okay. But we're changing millions of people's lives per day. And when you do that, you want everybody to succeed. The more people doing this, the merrier. The pie doesn't get smaller, it gets bigger. You know, seven billion people on the planet, everyone wants to improve their lives. So I'm like, I can't do that alone. So people started saying, Brennan, how do you do a book? How do you do a speech? How do you do all this? That's why I'm teaching this. People ask me how I was doing it. 
I was like, oh, well, here's how I do it. When I began, I felt like it was very difficult to access that information. Very difficult. There was no book called Millionaire Messenger. It was, you were like, you kind of just struggled to figure things out. You, it just, there wasn't a lot of content. It was, it was that time in the industry. Now, I love it. You know, I've got hundreds of Experts Academy students teaching things to do that are very similar, perhaps, to what I've taught them. And I actually think that's very okay. Because at the end of the day, no one's teaching anything new since Adam and Eve. I mean, look, come on, it's all come a long, long, long way. We're all saying the same new thing in some way, but it's like Mark Twain said, an expert is anyone from out of town. And so you've got like, anyone who gives you an outside perspective, I don't care. If they're serving, they've got your, your heart in mind, your success in mind, they're coming from a good place, I cheer them on. So here's my question. How often do you cheer on the industry? Are you one of those people saying, oh, the, the self-help field is all a bunch of crooks? If you are, you're a crook because you're stealing trust away from other people to be able to access teachers and trainers. It's the same way as if someone says, oh, you know, universities and colleges are all shit. I'm like, That's, you're a crook for saying that. You're stealing away students' opportunities to go try that. Who would be right for? It doesn't mean it's right for everybody, but you don't need to bemoan it. I think any trash talking, any negative speaking hurts your marketing, hurts your brand. Take it back to your mom. If you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. And I'll share with you, that is vital to remember if you want long-term standing in the industry. Be the cheerleader, cheer people on, and the more that you do that, the more that you set your example, the more that you're the role model and the results expert, the more people will follow you and you'll start to say, this marketing thing sure works. Hey, are you on my text list? Did you know if you're in the US, you can text me at 1-503-212-6125. I actually have that text number on my Instagram account bio as well, if you wanna go check it out. It's just 503-212-6125. Literally just text me and say, hey, Brandon, or text me and say anything you want to say. If you want me to see it, just text me there. It's 503-212-6125. And it's my exclusive text list. And if you're not on it, it's where I share some of my most popular episodes. Or if I drop a new YouTube, I send it your way. Or if I have some kind of free thing going on the internet, I give that exclusive link out to that group. So just go there and text me, 503-212-6125. It's kind of cool. It's back and forth. This is my community text number. So tons of my community share, you know, insights about what they're learning from me or just want to chat back and forth. And I'm in there. My team's in there. We really just try to engage you on a different platform. It's super fun. And again, anytime I have something special going out, this is the first group to know about it. So just go text me at 503-212-6125. Hey gang, it's Brendan. I'm going to change gears real quick and talk about another show here on the Growth Day Podcast Network, Lori Harder. Her show is called Earn Your Happy. This is a monster podcast if you've never heard of it before. Earn Your Happy is all about Lori talking with people and sharing her own journey of being an entrepreneur and trying to find happiness in life. And I love her phrase, earn your happy. You know, 
If you've ever heard me tell my car accident story, I felt like at that moment, I got life's golden ticket, that second chance, but I also felt like this, this feeling that I had to earn it, to earn that second chance. So when I got to know Lori, and she told me her show was called Earn Your Happy. I was like, ah, oh, it's one of my favorite words in the English language. Earn. To earn the gifts we've been given. To earn the life that we want. To work for it. To strive for it. I just love it. And Lori is like listening to her episodes. I told her the other day, I was like, it's kind of like listening to a best friend talk about, you know, their ambitions and what they're trying to do. And she's such a great interviewer as well, by the way, that I think you're gonna get new perspectives about life. You'll laugh a lot, you'll be motivated, and you'll learn from somebody who's out there actually doing the work, building a great business and life and family. Go subscribe to Lori Harder's podcast. It's called Earn Your Happy. You can subscribe anywhere you're listening, including right now on this platform. So please go subscribe to Lori Harder's Earn Your Happy podcast.